listening to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. Today, as we conclude the Spring Forward series, we hope that these series of messages has given you insights that will help you as you walk through your Christian journey. The third chapter of 2 Timothy, verse 16 and 17, serves as the backdrop Bishop Clark uses to expound on how to recharge the kingdom effort, part two. We looked at the word reset and we talked about uh, two or three of them very uh, in depth. And so we want to deal with uh, risk. Uh, uh, risk is the first one for the R. So reset is an acronym for risks, uh, evaluate, uh, separate, uh, execute and transform and to transform. So risk. Anytime you, you take a risk or you reset, you take a risk. And every time you, you take a risk, you're resetting. And so we need to take risk. Be okay with becoming vulnerable. There are possible consequences when taking risk. Possible unforeseen dangers when you're taking risk. What can happen? Will something happen to me when I get out of my comfort zone and do something different? If you're to reset how you manage or deal with your children, especially if they're grown, you're going to take risks. They may not want to speak to you. If you say, I'm not paying any more of your bills, you need to be able to pay them yourself. You're going to take a risk of them slamming the door in your face. And then where you are now, if what you're doing isn't working, it needs to change. Take the risk. As a believer, there are times when relationships are very powerful in our lives and then they begin to stay, lose luster, okay? God have people to come in your life sometimes for reasons and sometimes for seasons. You need to know when the season is up. It doesn't mean the person is bad. It just means the season is up. Amen. And that you have to ask God when it's time, especially if it's a relationship that's thorny. I mean, when you wrap your arm around it, you feel pain. Okay, that's not God's design for a relationship, any relationship. And so you have to be able to get the gift of goodbye sometimes. I think they used to sing it years ago, let's just kiss and say goodbye, right? You need that, you need that gift sometimes. Last glance, last dance, last glance. Second time around, then you make your decision and move forward. This will help you with a lot of heartache. <laughs> you trying to hold on to something or hold on to someone when they don't want you to hold on to them, it'll be real difficult for you. So you take risks when it's time to reset and it's okay to do so. 
Most successful businesses that many of us work for took a risk. That's why they're able to hire and then offer the benefits that they do. They take a risk. Every time you hire somebody, you take a risk. Every time a person joins a church, what do I ask people when they join this ministry? Are you going to be a what? How many times have you heard me say an asset or a what? Do you know how many people say they are going to be an asset and that same person turns around being what? A liability versus trying to contribute to the whole. They try to pull people away from the whole. Pull people into individuality. Think about what I'm saying. You're supposed to push people to the whole. That's being an asset uh, or to the core of the ministry or the core of the business. Nobody should be on the outskirts and just waiting for one more offense so you can go away. That's not even healthy. You want to pull toward the middle, not stuck in the middle. Pull toward the middle. Pull toward your center. Pull toward your core. Pull toward what is right. That's what you should always think about. What's right? How is this going to benefit the group for the good of everybody? Craftiness will only satisfy you. Wisdom takes care of everybody. That's what you should think about. How can this bless more people? Will my action reflect on me not being a part of the core? Or will my action show people that I'm with the group? That's how you should think. Yet there's a spirit that's trying to separate people from their core or separate people from the base or separate people from the foundation. I've come into my own. I had to find myself. How do you find yourself? You don't look for yourself when you find yourself. You find yourself in Jesus. (laughs) Again, I'm not preaching what you feel. I'm preaching the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Come on, Andre Crouch. We need your songs today. The eschatology, prophet or prophetic minstrel, prophetic psalmist who prophesied in his message and in his song for years about Jesus' coming real soon. He prophesied his stuff would be, if somebody remixed his stuff today, they will make millions. Because his stuff was about eschatology. How are you setting your life up for your future? Not about the here and the now. Not about the here and the now. What about your future? Are you even thinking about your future? And when you start resetting for your future, you must take risks. Thank you, God. The E, second E is for evaluate, assess, appraisal. And to count up the cost. And so we're doing that. And every system we have, we need to evaluate it. Is it working? Where are the growth patterns? Where are the growth? What ministries are growing and then why are they growing? Within the framework of truth revealed. Within the framework of your house. What what vineyards, uh, venues, and what issues are we dealing with in our home and we see growth here? Do we see any growth at all? We can't just have church. We are the church. So where are we growing and where are we stagnant? And then there, there we have to create or open up the bottleneck so we can begin to grow even the more. So we must evaluate, assess, appraise, and count up the cost. I think the, the, uh, the uh, S, the first, the S here is to separate. And I talked about that long and hard. We need to 
divide uh, ourselves from our emotions and we need to separate ourselves from naysayers and people that aren't going in the direction that we're going in. Glory to God. We need to break up, not with our spouses, but we need to break up with some people and some systems that are not working. And we need to disconnect from that. Amen. Separate, uh, separation is difficult when you've been in union with something. When you've been infused with it. Uh, there's another sacrifice of praise here. It is, uh, you'll find it in the book of Genesis when Abraham had to separate himself from Ishmael. For Sarah, it was easy to separate because she was upset with the, the woman, Hagar. She was upset that Ishmael uh, had a problem uh, uh, with Isaac and the two couldn't live in the same house. She was like, cast her out, get her out of here. She was coming out of anger and frustration. But Abraham, it was his seed, biological seed. Do you understand? So it was a different situation here when he has to walk away from it. Okay, and that's what we need to be able to look at for us. For many of us, separation is not easy when you're tied to it. Okay, yet God requires it and the reset requires it. A separation, even sometimes from the thing that looks like you and acts like you and it is a family member i didn't say you abandon it but you have to say you have to say that's not me anymore in other words bad behavior is not me it won't be tolerated even if you're my kin and that's a tough thing to say because people will make excuses for their own if an oldest son is selling drugs, I don't care if he paid your bill. Your behavior is not acceptable. That's what needs to happen. And you're able to separate yourself, your biological state from his error and the things that he's doing. And not just, well, I'm just going to cover it and it's all okay because he's doing some good things in the community. No, you must separate yourself from bad behavior. Wherever it is, you don't have to be boastful about it. You have to take a bullhorn. Hey, look at my son. I abandoned his efforts. You don't have to do that. What you want to do is do it secretly. The sacrifice is still there. The second E is for execute. Execute. Risk, evaluate, separate, execute. Uh, this uh, process involves coordinating people and resources. Coordinating people and resources as well as integrating and performing the activity. So we coordinate people and resources. Coordinate people and resources. We need grass to do that. Now again, uh, ministry is changing. Uh, it used to be in a time where you can just have church and then shout and everybody's happy and they go home. Build big buildings out of that too. But we've become, those days are coming to a rapid end. Uh, people are more intellectual today. They have more access to knowledge. And you can't just say, oh, take my mistakes for love now. Uh, we have to all grow. Okay, we all must grow. Uh, I have to grow as a leader. I can't preach the same sermon all the time. And I have to have new material, right? And you have to have new material as a leader, as a parent, 
as a community organizer, on your job, in your family, in your community. New material must always grow. I stopped growing tall when I was around 19, but I've grown broader in my knowledge and my effectiveness. My vision is way bigger than me. And that's what you need to start thinking about. Grow larger than your capacity or your physical limitations try to put on you. You can go bigger in your vision than your body frame can really manage or measure. Thank you, God. And so we need to make sure that we execute. And that's, you got a court, if you're going to execute properly, we did a conference, we need to execute properly. That means everybody does what it takes to get the job done. Instead of saying, I only do this and you should do that. Well, if the job needs, and this is how men work, if you want men to work with you, you got to put some sweat equity in it. If you're not paying them now, if it's volunteer, the leaders must put sweat equity in it. Now, if you don't want to put any sweat equity, you just want to point fingers and say, this is not right. You're not even qualified today. People will do it, but they'll be thinking negative stuff about you. That's what you need to understand. You don't want people to do what you tell them to do, but inside of them, they're going, rack'em, shack'em, shick'em, shook'em, shick'em, 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 shack'em. Fred Flintstoning you all over. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> <laughs> well the baby the baby is with me amen baby said amen that's right bishop keep preaching keep on preaching <laughs> got to coordinate people and resources also got to coordinate integrating and performing integration and performance integration i thought we don't perform bishop no but your performance needs to be measured your evaluations as we evaluate your effectiveness is there anyone in your life that can look at you and say you can grow in five areas? Attentiveness, appearance, uh, initiative, working with teams. Do you have anybody as an adult that can evaluate that and look square at you and you trust them and say, you know what? You don't really work well with teams. You come across very mean when you approach people or you, you change the conversation as soon as you come on board. Everybody can go this way, but when you step up, you, you came with an agenda, so you change the conversation. Did you understand that you have, that's a weakness, that it pushes people back? Is there anyone in your life that can do that for you? Who evaluates you? Okay. A lot of people evaluate self, and they evaluate self every year. I'm okay. Why? Because you get likes on Facebook. You don't know if you're okay until you have an independent person as a referee to look at you, not intimidated, look at your systems, and say, this is out of date. Your attitude is out of date. People don't do that no more. This is really self-centered. You seem to be all about yourself. Bible says faithful are the rooms of a friend. Actually, I rebuke friendship today because friends won't do what they're designed to do. You're not supposed to just click like. You're supposed to say you're out of bounds. You need to align yourself. That should come from your friends. Not your enemies. If you see me going astray, come to me. Don't talk about me. Come to me and say, you know what? You're uncovered. 
You stood up on stage and you're not covered. You're my friend. You're my friend. You're supposed to do it, friends. Just do it in love. Speak the truth what? In love. Just like you would want to receive it. You don't give me your neck. Oh, man. Just pull me to the side. I'll listen to you. If you can't take it, don't give it. That whole mentality about execute, you will never execute if you can't take what you dish out. <laughs> you have to plan, then you have to calibrate, then recalibrate, and plan, and then calibrate, and then recalibrate, and then plan, calibrate, and then execute. Sit down, you have to have meeting after me. I don't have time for that. I don't have time. You're not even ready to reset. Because you got to plan, then calibrate, then recalibrate after an issue. Plan, calibrate, recalibrate. Then you're able to execute. Thank you, God. We need strategic planners. Some people are not visionaries, but they can plan well. I need you in my quorum. I need you around me to plan it well. If you plan it well, we can perform it with excellence. We need communicators. That's people who listen, they're able to take notes, and they're able to give back in note form and even verbally, verbal advantage. They can tell you exactly what went down and articulate it in a way where everybody can understand it without talking too much. That's not easy because there's a long way around and then there's a short way around. And right now, since Twitter, you can't go the long way around. You can't give me all of the megahertz and give me everything that's going on. I just want a, sl a slim line, a streamlined answer about what's going on. Where are the problems? What are your suggestions? And how can we execute? This is all about the resource. Think about it. I'm going deeper and broader, but think about it in any situation. If you're going to lead anybody, you need these tools today working in your life. Our church is being reset. Strategic planning, communication, goal setting. Set the goal. And when you set the goal, we need to establish this in our church. We need timelines. By what time should we do this? When do we expect to have this done? Amen. Like at our church, if somebody calls in, we try to make sure we return the call within 48 hours. We try. That's a policy or an ethic that we've tried to establish. Sometimes we miss it. Even when I say it, people say, well, I didn't get a phone call in 48 hours. Right. Why don't you come and answer phones and help us? You sit there and take all of these phone calls and, and then you miss one. Okay. At the same time, somebody knocked on the door and you hit the buzzer and you forgot to write it down. Because that person had a box. Oh, and you came and opened up the door to help them in. It wasn't a heart error. It was a head error. You meant to write it down, but something came up. It's not something that you can remember. It's not something that you're going to always uh, be able to recollect on or to rehearse in your mind. But it happened, and it took you off your game for that one moment, and you didn't record the phone call. And you see people just sit there. I call the church. I call. Nobody call me back. Call again. And call again. 
I've never seen some men like that hurt. Well, I don't, I've hurt my church. I called the church and no one called me. A man is saying that? To get the woman you had, you had to call her 15 times. She hung the phone up on you the first time. I don't even want to deal with you. But you came back again. There's just something about you, baby. There's just something about you. And I've got, I know what I want. And when I know what I want, I'm going for it. She hung up on you then. You call her back the next day. You see in the mall, you're still walking up on her. All of a sudden you come to church and you're so hurt that you can't function. Yet you have a family. Yet you have you want a business. You want to be a CEO. What do you think happens when you get there? If you're faithful over a few, I'll make you ruler. <laughs> Man, I'm preaching today. <laughs> How do you track your performance? We need graphs. We need people who understand Microsoft. Track it. We need people who understand Excel and Access. I don't do all of those programs, but I need people around me that can do it. Give me the graph. Show me what's happening. Where are the highs and the lows? Reporting. You haven't completed your job if you're a leader and you're, you've been extended. You've been extended responsibility in the area and you don't ever report up. You never feel like you need to talk to me about what's going on in your ministry, ever. I'm telling you, your work isn't done. And if I delegate someone for you to talk to, you need to communicate with them. That's a part of your leadership, is to let me know. I asked assimilation, how many people got saved? How many people were baptized? I want to know these things. They're able to go and get that information. I don't know how they do it. They bring it back to me to say, Bishop, this is what's going on here. And this is what's going on there. And this is, uh, th th these people haven't shown up again. Should we call them? Should we clear our database? Should we make, th these are the decisions that I have to make. So while nobody call you, I'm doing my job. Because I have to manage 33 some odd ministries and the stuff that goes on in my family and the stuff that goes on in the community and I'm not complaining. I'm just letting you know I'm gifted to do what I'm doing and I do it willingly and you need to be the same way. Thank you, Jesus. The T is for transform. If we get these things right, take the risk, evaluate, separate. Separate. Separate yourself from people who are not going in the same direction. Don't separate from your church members. Usually you can reconcile the relationship. But a mentality that divides. Anybody that's trying to pull you from the core, get rid of that. It's not godly. I don't care how it feels. It's not godly. And then the second E is for execute, the T is for transform. I speak prophetically. Transform. We will procure properties. Amen. Say it with me. We will, we will. Procure, properties. procure properties. This is how you transform. We need to start speaking it into existence. Glory to God. Glory to God. Start speaking over business deals. Speak over it. I speak prophetically 
as, the, uh, as it relates to the will of God, I believe this is the will of God for my life, for my business, for my family. And I decree we will procure the property. We will buy the house. We will move in that community. We will transform our community. We will advance the kingdom. Thank you, God. Speak prophetically. I want to awaken this in, in the, the believer in the name of the Lord. I speak directly to your potential to awaken the gift that God has put in you. And you'll understand it as we start transitioning into our message at 11 o'clock. God has put something in you that's powerful. He gave you the gift of sight. Hallelujah. He gave you the gift to see beyond the norm. Speak prophetically. Align yourself with the purpose of God and the Holy Spirit of God and begin to decree and declare what the Spirit is saying about your circumstance. Don't just talk about the problem. Give the solution. Speak the end result. Hallelujah. Speak the end result. Hallelujah. Speak the end result. I am fearfully made. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm going over and I'm not going under. I'm going to do and finish the course that he's assigned for me. Hallelujah. There's a crown of life awaiting for me. But I must finish my course. I must keep the faith. I have finished the course. And I will keep the faith. I will align myself with the will of God. I'm letting nothing separate me from the love of God. Hallelujah. I'm joined at the hip with Jesus. He's all that I need. Hallelujah. He's going to save my son. He's going to save my daughter. He's going to save my business. He's going to save my marriage. He's going to save my community. He's going to stop me from going under. I'm going to rise again. I'm going to rise. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up, glory to Nothing can stop me because I'm all the way up. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web 
at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2484. That's reference number 2484. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. It is a joy to come to you weekly to share the gospel. If you would like to sow a seed into this ministry, I believe God to return to you a hundredfold return on what you would sow into the ministry or into the word of truth revealed. I want you to think about that. I also would like to hear from you. I'd like for you to write me a letter or email me um, and let me know what you think about this broadcast. I'm eager to hear from the listening audience and to know how we can best serve you. Listen, stick with the word of truth revealed. And until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.